Welcome back to another episode of Chatting Cinema. Uh, we just came out of the Batman once again, okay. and we're going to talk spoilers now. So, this was round okay. two for me, and four. it was spectacular. Round four. four. For both of you? Yes. Oh, man. Four. I can't wait to get there. Yeah. I First thing, really I want to say the first thing that struck me the second time viewing, and this has been kind of on the discourse on Twitter, it's just the swagger that Batman has. Yeah. Anytime he's, like, walking onto a scene... We're moving through a crime scene in the nightclub. Oh, oh man, the iceberg lounge scenes are yeah. insane. But he just walks with like, damn, that's the Batman. <laughs> I think the first thing I noticed the first time we watched this, and now on time four, I can't get over it, the boots. Yeah. Just like yeah, little things like the sound design like behind every just footstep. every oh. character. I mean, like that first scene where he comes out of the shadows and there's that like clown gang yeah. harassing the poor old man. And you just hear those boots, and it's like, how are these clown gang dudes not terrified at that noise? And they're like, how are you supposed to be? And then they just get their ass beat. It's wonderful. You know what's crazy? I don't know if we're talking about Robert Pattinson enough. I don't like, think, I he don't is think just unbelievably good in the role. It's, it, it's my second favorite performance in any Batman movie behind Heath Ledger's Joker is his Batman. And I think that it's so funny looking back and hearing people, because... You know, anytime you're talking about a role like Batman, you know, arguably the most popular superhero ever, certainly top three and only Spider-Man and Superman are comparing. I mean, you're going to have backlash about anyone getting cast. But, you know, when Robert Pattinson got cast, there was all the talk about, you know, people who hadn't seen his other work like, oh, the Twilight Kid. But also I think about his size mm. and especially coming off of. We did Christian Bale, who was shredded, and then we got Ben Affleck, who's really bulky. People were like, oh, he's not big enough. And that's wild to me now that we have the film, because there is never any scene where he is not the most imposing Batman we've yeah. ever seen. Like, he's so threatening, and he just, like you're saying, like a presence whenever he appears. It's so good. I think Pattinson fills out that suit so well. And he's an unhinged Batman. Like, he's the one where you're, I mean, you're dealing with Affleck's Batman. You might get a bullet to the face. <laughs> but <laughs> he's a the bomb. one that feels, like, most, like, you know, realistic and, mm. and gritty and, like, scary. Yeah. Like, he, when he has his opening monologue about fear and being the shadows, like, that is Batman to me. That is the best Batman introduction we've ever gotten, and I love that. So, yeah, I don't I don't think that people are talking about R.R. Pattinson enough. I think that the zeitgeist of, you know, the excitement for this movie kind of built to, like, a, oh, he's going to be good, and people don't recognize, like, how good he is in every facet of this performance. I would say that about every performance because yeah. I feel like they just nailed this casting overall yeah. too. Yeah, perfectly cast. Something we touched on in our uh, spoiler-free review is we kind of mentioned our favorite performance each. And after seeing it this many times, I can't pick a favorite one. Like, Robert Pattinson would probably be the answer because he's just everything I've wanted in a Batman. But like, as I say it, then I think of Jeffrey Wright's Jim Gordon. Then I mm, think of Zoe so Kravitz's Catwoman. Like, I think of every character that appeared in this movie and i'm like how did they just get this so much so like they it nailed the essence of these characters but then in a case like riddler it was something so fresh and different but still felt exactly why we like that character from the comics and from the games whatever we've seen them in so it's just crazy to me that they were able to take so many liberties in so many different ways 
while also still maintaining the spirit of that character. Yeah. And I think that's something the MCU has done a lot, but DC has certainly not done that recently, mm. where like it's either it's the character we know and we're like finally, or it's something really off. But like I, my letterbox review today was dedicated to Jeffrey Wright because his Jim Gordon is so good, Man. and like we have Gary Oldman who was just Jim Gordon. Gary Oldman was phenomenal in the Dark Knight trilogy, yeah. but and then like even J.K. Simmons. I'm sure if we got more, we probably would have liked that because it's J.K. We Simmons. will get more uh, in Batgirl. Oh uh, yeah, true. But I really think like the dynamic between Batman and Jim Gordon is like my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, where like we heard those early comparisons to Seven, and it looked like Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt to me. Where like you have the experienced guy who's been through this, and then you have like the new guy who's got a lot more spirit in him, and by the end. More and so in Seven, but, like, the spirit is kind of dampened. I think for this one, Batman is really about hope. And, like, mm -hmm. that last monologue we get where Batman's reevaluating his effect on the city, I'm sitting there thinking, like, we saw this Nirvana song in the trailer, and we're like, cool. And then they just managed to make it, like, one of the coolest thematic songs used in movies in a while. And, I, like, I saw a stat yesterday that said that uh, that song is, like, number two in the States right now. And it has, like, sense. plus 12... Or twelve hundred percent ratings on uh, Spotify. So uh, the power of Batman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. I want to talk about the score a little bit too because uh, I don't think that's getting enough love either. I think from the first trailer we got, we knew Giacchino was going to knock it out of the park. But yeah. there are so many scenes in this movie that rely solely on the score, and if it doesn't deliver, the scenes don't hit as hard. And yeah. Giacchino, oh my god! Like I just especially the he, Riddler score. I was yeah, going to say Riddler. every character theme this time around. Yeah. I was like really falling deeply in love with Catwoman's theme. Mm. Um, but every character theme is so good. And the way Riddler's works in the Ave Maria into the the score and the theme, like, obviously, Giacchino is going to nail it, but he really, really nailed it with this one, where, like, you know, you hear that music and it's going to be so evocative of certain moments in this. Um, man, and, you know, the highway to the anger zone. Oh my the, god. The yeah. Batmobile scene in this is so good. Yeah. Like that that is the, you know, the moment for me. But it's interesting because I think a lot of people would look at that moment and it's so cool and it's so exciting and, you know, so intense and be like, oh man, maybe the movie will go downhill from there. But then I think that the third act fight with the Riddler gang is maybe the best Batman action put to film, like period. It's so good. The the combat is so evocative of, of what they were able to do with the Arkham games. And it's pure Batman. Like, when we have the bat in the rafters music and that roof starts blowing mm. and he comes down, it is pure Batman. And I love it so much. Yeah. It's so good. It's the bat! Oh also, this movie is hilarious, okay? It's I don't understand people who say it's not funny because it's... Hilarious. There's I mean, it's so not many like moments. It's of not like they're telling jokes. It's yeah. more like the things that are happening. Like literally, Jim Gordon says it. Like the first like really funny moment, where he's like, "This guy's hilarious." Right. Like it's not in your face humor from other movies. It's more like this is happening, and it's all. I mean, Penguin is funny as hell every yeah. time he's on screen. Like from "Hey, take it easy, sweetheart." Like every single line is so good. From I love Colin Farrell so yeah. much. 
even Batman, I mean, just to speak to Robert Pattinson's performance again, mm. but just sometimes just the way he stares at someone yeah. makes you laugh. And yeah. it's because it's funny. And it's, that that oh. first detective he stares at yeah. and like yeah, the, yeah. the looks they trade. Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw someone talk about it in a review how Robert Pattinson put on the best eyes and mouth performance only of any actor <laughs> ever, where like every moment he's not just standing there in a suit, he's doing something. And, like, you were kind of leading our review off with, like, we're not loving it enough, we're not giving enough appreciation. Yeah. It's so true. Where, like, I mean, I adore you, Michael Keaton, but you had to, like, do a full 360 turn in your Batman suit. <laughs> and, like, those scenes, like, they kind of were goofy at times. And I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying Pattinson really did something different with the character that I feel like we haven't gotten before. Well, and he had the really tall task of having to be Batman more than he was Bruce Wayne in this yeah. film, too. So, so much of it, he's behind the cowl, he's got the eyeshadow on, and so you don't really see his whole face, and he has to express so much still, just through his eyes, uh, and through his amazing chin line. Yeah, um, yeah right. His jawline is crazy. Oh, insane. <laughs> chiseled. The man is chiseled. But, yeah, I a couple things... One is, I don't, I think it's going to take months for people to recognize how good Robert Pattinson is in this movie. Mm. Like, there are certain things I said off camera to you guys. The the scene where he's interrogating Riddler and he thinks Riddler has figured out his identity. Pattinson is able to shrink. And so much of that comes from what he's been able to do prior to that scene in the movie being so big and imposing like i was talking about before he's able to use his body language and his mm -hmm. eyes and facial muscles to to really like recoil from this moment and you know as far as seeing him in the cow we have not seen any moment where he's kind of ex hasn't been in control right mm -hmm. or exuded some kind of nervousness or fear so the way that pattinson is able to do that i think is like people aren't even going to recognize how good an actor Robert is and, and how good this performance is. I know somebody said, I saw on Twitter, I think, after this movie, I never want to hear anyone ask for the pure white eyes again in the mm -hmm. Batman suit because of what Pattinson does with the eyes. Yeah. And, oh, the eyeshadow is such a good touch. The deep blacks mm -hmm. in the close-ups of his face are ridiculously beautiful. And I, I want to say this, too. I've seen a lot of people say... He's a great Batman, but he's not a great Bruce Wayne. Why? Because, like, we didn't see him at a party as a drunk. Don't get me wrong. I think that we're going to see this because this Batman is transitioning. In the next things we see him in, we are going to see him keeping up appearances. I think that that's, you know, teased by not only that ending monologue and him kind of realizing that he has to shift his approach, but also the scene with Bella Real at the funeral where he, you know, he's kind of recognizing like, oh, I can't really be this recluse anymore. But, you know, I challenge you to find a better Bruce Wayne scene in live action than the scene he has with Alfred in the hospital. Mm. That is pure Bruce Wayne. So I like, I think that's a really stupid criticism. Like, I'm sorry, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I think that it's coming from like a weird place of having to see things that you're used to seeing in film and not really getting bruce wayne as a character with batman because like you know yeah we didn't get a scene where he's like in the hotel and his girlfriends are swimming and he buys the hotel and it's like okay yeah but i don't really need that like mm. that's never really been the appeal like those are fun scenes and i i like the way christian bale pulls that off and michael keaton's like a weird bruce wayne which is cool <laughs> too but 
man, that scene with Alfred is so good where he talks about fearing losing somebody he cares about. Mm-hmm. I just think it's perfection. So that that's a weird criticism I keep seeing. Uh, another weird criticism that I've seen from like two people, but one of them is a significant person and the Twitter sphere, I guess, um, that this movie hates Batman. <laughs> I think you hate Batman. <laughs> if you think this movie hates Batman, because I've never seen a movie that loves Batman in the entirety of all that Batman encompasses more than this movie and what Matt Reeves and company was able to do. Mm-hmm. And like all the interviews that we've seen with, you know, Pattinson and Dano and Wright and, mm-hmm. and Reeves, like, everybody really did their homework like they weren't just reading year one and that was it they were seeking out different kinds of batman media and really seeing how this character has been brought to life before rob got in trouble for how much he consumed (laughs) yeah and like recognizing that they could do something different that was so true to to what batman is and Mm -hmm. i think that that's why we're seeing a really strong response to this movie yeah i think uh the criticism of saying like this he's not a good bruce wayne is just showing that people don't have patience in the storytelling. Goofy. And mm-hmm. literally, like, the first time we watched this movie, we talked about it, as soon as we stopped recording our spoiler-free review of how exciting it is that we saw this raw, emotional Bruce Wayne where he didn't even appreciate Alfred in this movie until what happened. Like, he didn't really appreciate that relationship. And, like, every movie we've seen, he has freaking loved Alfred. And, like, that's great. We want that. But I thought it was interesting that this time, this Bruce is such a broken man that, like, it's like how Riddler says, like, when you wear your mask, you feel like you're really yourself. Mm. Whereas all the Bruce Waynes we've met before have found that balance already or didn't have an issue with it. Mm. So to me, Rob brought something so fresh and new to the character that's also really apparent in the comics that hasn't happened in movies yet because year one's happened like he has been batman for a full year he's got the crime fighting stuff down but now it's the nuances it's the balance and like learning how to be batman and how to be bruce and he calls himself a nocturnal animal and the first scene we see him in in daylight he's putting his shirt on and putting sunglasses Mm -hmm. on and like hiding from the sun and alfred's like eat your berries (laughs) but like just to criticize that is so weird to me because I think you just missed the point of the movie is that that he doesn't get that he needs to be that Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne. He doesn't see how that Bruce Wayne is helpful to him. His time spent as Batman is worth more than spent as Bruce Wayne. And by the end, he learns that Batman should be something different and that he can do more. Yeah. And it's like, I get you want to see him buy a hotel and a yacht and hang out with hot women. Mm-hmm. But like, I just found this to be more interesting and just like a more interesting story so yeah to springboard off of that this is going to draw some heat but this movie has a relatively happy ending or at least an ending that is filled with hope yeah and that's something that could easily be viewed as like cliche and you know there's a lot of people that are still saying like this movie is like too dark but also i mean this is the character of batman but you know i want to compare it a little bit to justice league which ends in a quote-unquote happy way and it kind of wraps things up with a bow but it doesn't feel earned and the thing with the batman is the entire film is building to this almost crescendo at the end of the sun rising on a new dawn for gotham Mm -hmm. and and literally batman saving people carrying them to safety and that's the direction we're heading in and it feels so earned yeah. in a way that like it doesn't necessarily work in other movies and that's just a testament to how matt reeves has crafted this 
how the entire production team has crafted it, and how the actors have played their roles. It's it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, I, th I think that's a really good note because I think that there was this growing discourse and, you know, we got what is, in my opinion, a bit of a lackluster live-action Batman before this, and I think that there's this idea building, um, especially with what, like, public consensus is right now of, like, is Batman a hero, right? People talk about, oh, he's got this wealth, he doesn't donate to social programs and all this, and he's, you know, just as villainous and whatever. And I think that this movie really gets why Batman is a hero and why Batman is this legend. And, like, we've been, you know, circling around and saying, like, I, I just think this team of creatives really got it. And even in a way where, like, I adore the Dark Knight trilogy, but I feel like those are beautifully made movies that don't even approach the understanding of the character of Batman that this movie has. Not that Christopher Nolan and co. didn't understand Batman. I think they did a phenomenal job in bringing that grounded universe to life. But, like, everybody talks about, you know, how gritty and real this is, and I feel like it's really comic book -y. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't think they were going to see Clayface or anything, or, like, a 12-foot-tall Solomon Grundy or whatever, but I do think this is really a, a comic book brought to life, and, you know, in a way where, you know, Batman usually is that. Like, obviously, there's more supernatural elements all the time. A lot of his rogues have supernatural stuff or powers or freeze guns, and he's interacting with the Justice League. But, again, like, just coming back to this feels all true to Batman. Like, you look at the amount of characters... And we talked about this with all the performances. And Luke, you talked about how so many performances are good. Like, Gordon is page to screen. And Catwoman is page to screen. And Penguin is page to screen. Like, it feels so, so authentic. Riddler, like, that interrogation scene feels so Arkham to me. Mm. And that's my favorite interpretation of that character is the Arkham games. And Riddler taunting Batman... Like, you didn't figure it out. I left <laughs> you all the clues. That's so, like, that's what I picture in my head for the Riddler. So I really think Paul Dano knocked that out of the park. And his is a performance that, like, every time I see it, I've appreciated more and more. Because mm. um, it's a lot. Like, Paul Dano is a lot in this movie. And I think that it's um, it's kind of disarming the first time you see it because he makes so many kind of bold choices that I don't think a lot of other actors would have made in this performance. And the way he's written is so unhinged. But every time I see it, I'm more and more in love with that interpretation of this character. So, man, everybody just knocked out of the park. It's yeah. it's a masterpiece. It's fantastic. I'm just glad we liked it. I mean, we had such <laughs> high hype levels for it. Yeah. And I think just I would have coped pretty hard. Yeah. I think I would have liked it for a couple months if it was bad. <laughs> but I think something that's important to remember too is that just because we love this doesn't mean our opinions of other Batman movies have changed. If anything, it just makes me appreciate the character more and think about how many cool interpretations we've gotten. And that makes me like this one more because he wasn't Christian Bale. Robert Pattinson put his own stamp on the character. And Jeffrey Wright wasn't Gary Oldman. He put his own stamp on the character. And Matt Reeves created his own Gotham. And people constantly talk about how cool uh, Tim Burton's Gotham is and like how unique it looks. Or they liked the groundedness where it was just Chicago, but it was Nolan's Gotham. Mm. But I think each facet of this movie 
managed to be its own thing while also still showing how much love it has for the source material and just the franchise in general because there isn't a ton of setup in this movie like this movie expects you to know a, a pretty good amount of things about Batman but at the same time I brought two friends who don't know a lot about Batman and they both liked it and enjoyed it and like it wasn't like asking a million questions like who's this it was more just like the first time the penguin showed up they're like that's Colin Farrell I'm like <laughs> yeah I'll explain it later but like little things like that I just I just think that this movie especially now seeing it four times in like a week it just every time I've watched it, it got better every single time I noticed something different and like for being a three hour long movie i would hope that there's new things i didn't notice the last couple times i watched it because i'm kind of paying attention to something a little bit more this time around and i mean paul dano like the first time i was terrified and then the other three times i've just been like you're such a little freak and just laughing like not because he's doing horrible things but like the way he speaks and like i mean today all three of us burst out laughing when he was on the facetime call and he just like pops up on the <laughs> side so he's like you came good batman in the corner of the facetime the next time you watch it it's really yeah. really funny oh it's so funny because he's um, just it's like the standing guy meme just like he has yeah. no idea what to do <laughs> but yeah and to that point like this is something that really benefits from from rewatching because it is so perfectly structured um and like nothing comes out of nowhere uh for example this time watching was the first time i caught that the mayor Mayor Mitchell in the debate talks about the seawall, like mm. brings up Gotham seawall. And it's too, yeah. such a good touch. And like you have, you know, billboards for Bella Real's election celebration in Gotham Square Garden, like every single and and Luke, we talked about during the movie the the light mm -hmm. coming on, bring him into the light. Like yeah. you have that, that light like flickering. Third scene of the movie. Every single thing is is put there and it's all a payoff to something that's come before and I just think that, like, this is one of those super well-realized movies um, that's, like, really special in, in blockbuster cinema, like, sort of like The Lost Jedi, where, like, everything, you know, everything happens for a reason in this movie. And I think that if you give yourself to the movie and kind of, like, think about it, Matt Reeves really, like, plotted this out in a super intricate special way that is really befitting of of taking on a story with a character like the riddler being the main antagonist where everything is kind of one step ahead and i think that that's what it needs to be if you're doing batman as a detective and you're doing a, an antagonist who has a similar intelligence level to batman like this is what it's got to be so yeah credit to really the whole team again and again and again i'll never shut up about how much i love this i think it's so amazing i think i'd check once a day if the 4k steelbook has gone up for pre-order oh, yet Cowards. it's on amazon italy and i can't order it from there it. Cowards. <laughs> well with that i think we'll wrap up our spoiler talk on the batman we'll be doing another video pretty soon where we talk about our predictions for potential sequels uh and so look out for that and yeah want to go see it again yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly I mean, we're going to have a lot of Batman videos coming oh, out. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. We'll catch you in the next one.